And we'll have the important headlines just uh, before noon. Kieran Evren, thank you. Uh, lots of reaction on various issues on the environment. When I boil the kettle, I don't use the water straight away. I put it in a flask, either to top up my tea or to use later to wash dishes. That from Aileen. Another one on the environment. Put your used coffee and used tea bags around your roses. It feeds your plants and keep cats. it keeps cats out of your garden. I think there's a bit of a debate on about whether the uh, the coffee, uh, the, 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 the used coffee grains or granules are actually any use at all. But look, um, we have we have gardening experts we can check that one with a little later. Now, the Irish Times is reporting this morning that the government has fast-tracked the opening of the new central mental hospital in North County Dublin. This to allow for the isolation of patients who may be showing coronavirus symptoms. Dr Harry Kennedy is on the line now. He's director of the central mental hospital. Uh, Harry, good morning. Thank you for joining again. Um, just Morning, bring us up to date as to what's been happening. Uh, it, you're, you're in transition between the old Central Mental Hospital in Dundrum and a completely new facility uh, in North County Dublin. We've temporarily moved a group of our o- older patients uh, to, the new, to one of the, the completed buildings on the new site in Port Ran and that's just to allow us to uh, make facilities here available for an an outbreak of COVID whenever that hits us. We're anticipating and planning for that. And so that's in Dundrum. So really, we're still operating in Dundrum. We've made a temporary move of some patients, um, which has been hugely helpful. It's been fast-tracked. We've had a huge amount of help and support from the Department of Justice, the Department of Health, the Mental Health Commission, and and lots of people in the HSE and, and in here to make that happen. And have you had any or many instances of COVID-19 in Dundrum? We haven't yet had a proven case amongst the patients. We're very lucky. We're taking very, very careful precautions. This is normal uh, around Europe in in secure hospitals and also actually in, in, in the prisons where they're also working very hard and working very hard with us so that we haven't had proven cases yet. The problem, just like nursing homes, is that when you do get a proven case, a great risk of a cluster and our patients have many different physical vulnerabilities as well as as well as mental health issues um, which makes them very vulnerable if they do get COVID so we have to be very careful. And I'd imagine aside from um, uh, transferring some patients as you've been explaining to uh, Portran you have other procedures you would have put in place uh, there at the Central Mental Hospital in Dundrum to protect people. Yes indeed we're screening um, every every member of staff coming in, checking th- doing things like checking temperature twice a day. We're in the process now of gearing up to swab everybody. Um, yes, extensive precautions. And insofar, you know, all of which are always uh, the best we can do. You can never be totally sure that you will keep the virus out. Um, we've been successful so far, which is quite an achievement. But right now, because of the transfers, you've got space, sufficient space to allow for the isolation of people who may pick it up. That's right. Um, have you had any problems, Harry, in maintaining staffing levels and securing PPE up to this point in the crisis? Yes, yes. Like everybody around the country, we've had those problems. Um, there, there are real issues, but we've managed to just about keep our head above water so far. We ordinarily have you know, a number of our pay, of our staff who quite correctly identify themselves as symptomatic and then isolate for 14 days and have testing and so forth. So far, we've managed to avoid the worst effects that have been seen in some places, mainly through being vigilant and everybody pitching in and 
doing 110%. Yes, and you were talking about the cooperation you've got from the Department of Health and uh, the Department of Justice as well. Um, is it likely that the transfer from Dundrum, uh, the, the complete transfer, will be brought forward now as a result of this? We, d- we don't know. It's, it's too early to say. Um, we are, you know, we're scheduled to move this year and that's our intention. And what about the, the patients? Obviously, uh, you're not in a position, say, as with the prisons, uh, to uh, release many patients, or if any at all. Um, it's not possible here. Yes, um, but what about uh, the, the restrictions, say, on visiting, uh, on vi- visits for them, and how are they affected by that? Very early on, uh, and perhaps this is one of the things that we got right, very early on we stopped all visits, both coming in and uh, and any patients visiting outwards as well. We've had a lot of cooperation, for instance, with the court service on this. Um, we've compensated by that, for that by access to telephones and, where possible, things like Skype calls using iPads and things like that. And, and what about capacity? Do you uh, presumably, you know, there obviously there's a, there's a limit in the number of people. I think it's um, 100 and, um, 102 people there. Um, are there other people who should be uh, in your care, but there just isn't the space for them? Always. And that's worse than it, than it, than it ever is. So that is, that's our biggest, biggest problem. There are severely mentally ill people in the prisons who should be here and increasingly around the country who should be here. Um, that one of the things we hope we'll, we'll learn from all of this is to think again about what it is that we as a, as a country tolerate. You know, we, we tolerate homeless people with mental illnesses circulating between street services, drug services, mental health services, the prisons. There are obvious solutions to this, um, mainly to do with, with just having enough capacity, and we hope to get to that very quickly. There are a number of long-term issues which now you know we we hope we don't go back to so you know good ideas aren't good enough we have fewer psychiatric beds and far fewer forensic psychiatric beds than any other developed european country will that change when you go to portran um we will we will come from having two forensic beds per hundred thousand to 3.5 most modern countries have between seven and ten um it gets us we're very grateful for the extra capacity but it won't solve the, long, the problem of using prisons as waiting, wait, waiting trolleys. Um, all of that still needs to be thought about. We need to accept that there are people with severe mental disorders and disabilities who have long-term needs. There is, at the moment, a policy denial of that. We need to get over that. OK, my thanks to you for talking to me. That's Dr Harry Kennedy there, Director of the Central Mental Hospital. Thank you indeed. We'll take a break.